0: Welcome back to season three of Aldi's Mamia and Me podcast, a show that's all about supporting mums and dads on the roller coaster that is parenthood. I'm Jen Hogan, and if you're a regular listener of the show, you may have heard me back on the very first episode of Mamia and Me with Amy Huberman. I am delighted to be taking the baton now, and as always, we'll be continuing with a fantastic array of guests from sports stars, parenting experts, TV personalities, and lots more. And don't forget if there's somebody you'd like us to chat to or a topic you'd like us to cover, please do get in touch. Details are in the show notes at the end of the show, or you can get in touch with aldi.ie forward slash mamia. So what do you need to know about me? Well, I'm an author, a broadcaster, a journalist, and a mammy to seven children. I'm all about the messiness of parenthood and not so much about the homework. But you'll learn more about that as we go on. So let's get started. Our very first guest is lifestyle blogger, podcaster, entrepreneur, and soon mum-to-be Louise Cooney.
1: A huge welcome to the show, Louise. Thank you so much. This is my first time doing something like this. So I'm like, how am I going to do with these questions? <laughs> <laughs> don't
0: worry, You'll don't have worry. to grade me at the end. You've
1: got, <laughs> you've got seven kids. So you, you are an expert, right? Well,
0: you know, I don't know as much as any of us really or any of us really an expert. When you it?
1: described uh, the, the different people who'd be on the podcast, you said parenting experts. And in my head, I went... What's that? <laughs> Where are they?
0: Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> They're the, yeah, do you know something? I think there's a, there we all have those people that we kind of turn to and go, please, 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 mm. give me the solution. Tell mm. me, tell me what to do here. And I don't know that there's ever that perfect answer. Certainly, I haven't discovered it anyway from from having mm. seven of them. I haven't mm. found a perfect answer, a perfect solution. But there's always tools and tips. So that'll be that'll be some of the people that we'll be talking to. But yes. anyway, anyway, <laughs> tell me about you. How many weeks pregnant are you now? So I'm thirty five weeks now at the moment. And how are you feeling?
1: Yeah, I feel good. I feel, you know, mostly good. Mm. Definitely very pregnant at this stage. I've had a really nice pregnancy, so I feel guilty almost, complaining. Uh It's been pretty smooth and, you know, I've been lucky I wasn't very sick in the first trimester. Second trimester, I didn't even feel pregnant. But now I'm like, I've got pelvic pain, I can't really walk, I'm really tired. But it's getting very exciting, you know, it's getting close. Getting really close. It's hard to believe I'm on the cusp of what's going to change my life forever. You know, it's hard to believe that.
0: It is, but it's so surreal, isn't it? Like, even if I think back to the first time when I had my own daughter, um, the first time, I still remember that thinking, this is amazing. You know, I'm going to be a mom. But Mm -hmm. without really, really trying to, really understanding that I was going to be a mom. Like, have you envisaged or have you any
1: idea of what lies ahead? I can't picture what life will be like. I do, like, I mean, I try, but I don't think... I'm going to get the image right in my head until it happens, think, you know. Yeah. And like I'm lo- like me and Mark talk about it and we're both so excited and we're both aware that it's going to be hard. And I think we're just going to have to take it as it comes. And I know I know it will be more amazing than it will be hard. And that's and people give me a lot of reassurance mm-hmm. in that. But I just don't know. It's like, how can you even imagine, you know, I like I'm the first one in my family to have kids for mm-hmm. my parents. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so like you know, and the same with Mark, first grandchild on both sides. Yeah. So it's not something that's really very familiar to either of us right now. So it's really exciting.
0: I mean, the one good thing, I suppose, is when you are that first person and you don't have siblings or friends who have gone through this yet, I suppose, does that help maybe in avoiding the whole unsolicited parenting advice thing?
1: So when I hear people say that, and I was really cautious of that, especially because, like, I share a lot online. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very cautious of that when I was sharing the news that I was pregnant, that I was going to get a lot of unsolicited advice. And honestly, for me, I haven't really gotten very much advice that I haven't really read and been like, oh, OK, you know, I like I'm learning. And mm-hmm. so that advice for me is really helpful because even if it's not something I'll do, I can I can listen to it and say, all right, so they did it like that. And then this person did it like that. And I can kind of take little bits from everyone, and you know. Yeah. And like genuinely, everybody's just trying to help and everyone has their different ways and that's that's totally, you know, that's great. So you um, haven't got the, well, wait till I
0: tell you, miss, you have no idea what's coming your way. You haven't got that, the kind of gratuitous really, gloating. No,
1: no, I haven't. Oh, you lucky thing. I know, yeah. I want to know your secret how, are you, how <laughs> did you, know. you avoid this how did you avoid it <laughs> I don't know maybe it's coming maybe it's coming maybe I haven't maybe I've been so busy focusing on everything else that I just haven't really just noticed they're all they're queuing up <laughs> waiting to give Wait, you advice yeah. and tell you all
0: the different ways you should be doing it and maybe what you're doing wrong and somewhere in between there you'll, there will be comments and yeah. and, and yeah, people reassuring you that you're doing things right which you'll be well that's 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 the, the thing with unsolicited mm. advice isn't it you can kind of feel a little bit weighed down by it mm. and um, you, you're We're saying there like that you you share a lot online um, and you mentioned when you you did your pregnancy announcement online which was gorgeous I watched that
1: it was really lovely Mm. but um what what stage did you decide to share? So we started telling people when I was about eight weeks um after we had an early scan and then Mm. we said okay it's time to to let our parents in on what's coming down the tracks you know and then we kind of told our other you know brothers and sisters as we saw them and It's so nice. It's such a nice part because the first trimester is really hard. Yeah. You're very, especially when it's your first time, you're very alone. Your life has changed. You know, you're really tired. You're going through all these symptoms and you can't tell anyone. Mm. So it was really nice. It was a really nice part of the first trimester to let people in and share the excitement. So we started at about eight weeks and then I let, I, I shared the news online. It was 16 weeks then. Right. So it was about four months. I just felt right at that point, you know. I told kind of my close friends, and like it's exciting. You want mm. to share the news, you know. You, I was looking forward to to sharing that mm. journey with people as well. Yeah, you know. And was was your pregnancy something that you had been planning
0: for a while? Was it this fabulous surprise?
1: It was something that me and Mark spoke about mm-hmm. you know, as long as I can remember. As long as we're together, we all we both really wanted kids, and. Yeah, it's something that we really wanted and we're lucky that it happened, I suppose, as quickly as it did for us. Because I know a lot of people mm-hmm. struggle. Um, yeah. So we were lucky in that sense. Um, it was definitely something that I was nervous about. You know, you try for so long to mm-hmm. not get pregnant. And, you know, I had had my own issues with my periods and them coming to regularly. And I'd actually gone to my, my doctor now for the pregnancy a couple of years ago just to check everything was yeah. OK. And he said, come back to me when you... When you're having kids and I just didn't, I didn't imagine it would be like when it was. I'm yeah. like, it's great. It's You you can plan, but you can't plan down to a T, I yeah. don't think, with these things, you know.
0: That is true. And, you know, even there you're saying that, you know, you, you were checking out with your doctor or you were talking to your doctor about periods and stuff. So you had that kind of fear maybe then that it wouldn't be so easy. Mm-hmm. Uh Was it, is that maybe, did that add to the kind of whole surrealness of the situation then when you did find out that you were pregnant and you were lucky enough to get pregnant
1: Yeah, I guess there's a lot to consider. You know, there's a lot of different parts of our lives that Mm. had to change and have changed. And, you know, maybe not always, you know, there's always ways of figuring things out, but we didn't consider every single aspect. I don't think most people do. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't, that's... In an ideal world, yeah, everything's the the, the cot's ready to go, yeah. like when you get pregnant. But so then, what would you do while you're well, pregnant? Exactly. You know what, I mean? what would you do? <laughs> These are the things to keep us going, and that's why we got nine months. And it's actually <laughs> quite a long time. Like it does, it is enough time to get prepared, even though I'm 35 weeks and we still don't, we still don't have a, like a nursery. Uh,
0: <laughs> that that will, that will come, that will all come. And yeah. you have time anyway, because yeah. you know, baby being with you for the first little of course, while. So I you know. have, you have loads of time. Yeah. At least like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm saying all that going one of these days, my daughter's 22 now and I still <laughs> got her room sorted properly. So 35 weeks is nothing to I worry know, about. Um, in terms of something you said there to me it just kind of made me think even about my own experience of pregnancy and this idea that you can't tell people in the first 8 weeks so mm. you can't tell people do you feel that's a real pressure maybe that's put on women uh, an expectation even maybe by society that we shouldn't tell you know we shouldn't tell people because it's too early and maybe something might happen like why do why do you
2: recommend yeah, yeah i never
0: understood that i never
1: on like i know it's an old fashioned thing yeah. and it's it's. It was kind of to, so you didn't have to share with everybody that if you had gone through a miscarriage yeah. or, you know, for us, I think we just wanted a little bit of time to yeah. ourselves yeah. to get our own heads around it. And, you know, then it was nice to be able to share the news and to plan mm-hmm. sharing the news. um. But saying that, like, you know, if when it's to happen again, I'll probably tell people sooner, yeah. you know, um, because you're it's I'm not a good liar. Like <laughs> I, I'm out for dinner. I'm having a glass of wine, and, you know, and you're Why aren't you drinking, Louise? Why aren't you I couldn't. Drinking? I had to yeah. stop going home because. They kept offering me wine. And I had to keep saying no. And I'm like, it was the same excuses, you know? Uh, so. It is hard to cover
0: the tracks, though, isn't it? Like, it's really hard to cover your tracks when you're pregnant and you're trying to keep it a secret. Yeah.
1: I'm trying to think of the other things that, that I had to change that were different, like different things I couldn't eat, you know? Yeah. The way yeah. you eat your eggs and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And you're getting reload, You're getting nervous about ice cream and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah things like yeah. that. Is this is this right? Are things pasteurized? Mm. I can't be around cats, you know? So I think it, like going back to your question. I think it's really important to have a support network there. Mm. If something was to go wrong, yeah, and that that was what we that was our mindset when we were telling our families, you know, at yeah. eight, eight, seven, eight weeks, I think it was. But it's totally it dep- It's dependent on the person. People can be really nervous about talking about it. About you know, if something does go wrong, then they have to talk to their family. Maybe they don't want to. Yeah, you know, I think it's just about confiding in people that that you really would feel comfortable talking about it too, if, if something went wrong.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right there. But you're told anyway, you went online, you're sharing your pregnancy mm. a lot online. And how, what kind of reaction are you getting to that? Are people enjoying being part of the journey? Do they have questions for you?
1: Yeah, people were, everyone yeah. was amazing and like so happy for for me and for us. And, you know, I guess there's a lot of moms that follow me that were mm. so excited for me. And, you know, I haven't had, I haven't had a single mom message me and yeah. say, Oh my god, what have you done? You know, it's yep. all it's all this is going to be the most amazing journey of your life. Like, you know, and that makes me feel better, yeah. you know. that, that that's,
0: that's It is though. It's such an ama- it's such an amazing and exciting and terrifying time, I think. It is terrifying. It's everything, yeah. Can I ask you, have you thought much about
1: the birth? Is that something you're not thinking about or No, I I've, d- I've definitely thought about it. It's not something that I'm hugely scared by. Good. It's more. I'm more scared by like the aftermath. Yeah. I'm more scared, you know, yeah. <laughs> by that kind of thing. Um, I have listened to some like hypnobirthing yeah. podcasts, which at first I hadn't even heard of the word hypnobirthing. Is this something you're considering? See, I think there's a misconception with what it is. Uh-huh. So hypnobirthing can apply to any type of birth. Yeah. It's just like getting your mind. I, mm-hmm. That's why I don't like the name. It's just like getting your mindset ready and like understanding, understanding how the body works to get a baby out, and all like all this kind of stuff that yeah. I actually didn 't really know it's just basically getting your mind ready for 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 birth, yeah. whatever way you decide yeah. to do it mm-hmm. um so I've listened to some podcasts on that, and I feel like I should be doing more like breathing stuff, but yeah look i it's <laughs> even this morning, Mark said to me, and uh are we going to talk about your birth plan and I'm like, I just it's very hard when you haven't been through it to like to try and over think this stuff you know what I mean I don't want to be going in asking for the hospital to play a certain song you know like this is stuff you can actually do before I even know what I'm up against like I imagine I'll be just consumed with what's going on yeah this is what I mean because I haven't been through it you have no idea maybe the second time I'll go in and I'll be like well, how did you do? How did you? Well, did you have a birth plan? Me, no.
0: <laughs> did I have a? Bir- I planned it to be as
1: pain-free
0: as possible. If I'm perfectly honest, okay, I was yeah. not a big fan mm-hmm. of pain. Um, and I'm not a big fan of pain. And I did know going in, I wanted all the drugs, all the drugs, and that didn't happen each time. It did some of the times. Oh, really? My first birth was really fast, really, really fast. I mean, I went in, I was just having a blood pressure check and I had gone up and they they brought me in and I was fully planning to go back home that day and they said, well, your blood pressure's gone high, we need to keep you in mm-hmm. and they induced my labour. I had the most fabulous midwives ever. I just remember them. And they were from, did you get the little magazine from the hospital, yes. you know? And you, yeah, there were the midwives featured oh, in no it. Way. I was so <laughs> excited. I was delirious with, with confusion and, and, you know, being overwhelmed while I was giving birth and, and pointing out to one of the midwives and saying, hey, You're in the magazine. And this was this was my um big high from it. I still always remember that. But I didn't have a birth plan. I just knew that I was planning to ask for Drugs. I mm. knew that was my plan. Uh, and the first time I went in, and my daughter was born really fast, and I got some drugs. Uh, so you mean like the epidural? The epidural. Okay. Yeah. Oh, geez. Whatever they give me. I'm being perfectly <laughs> honest. Whatever they would give me, I was I was prepared to take it. Whatever took away the pain. And I remember going in, being um, the labor progressing really, really fast. I mean, my my first child was born in two hours, and everybody thinks this is amazing, but it, it's quite intense when it's that fast. And even trying to get your head around what's happening is. It's an experience. But look, birth is, birth is an experience. That's not to terrify mm. you. It was a, a very, very positive experience. Um, and I did manage to get some drugs, which took the, the edge off it. But in my, for my second, I had the birth plan because mm. I'd been through this. Yeah, so I yeah, thought, yeah, so I'm yeah. going in. I know what I'm going to do. And uh, anyway, he he had other plans, as in my son. And yeah, he was just born like within 35 minutes and there was no drugs and there was no anything. And that was... That was nearly a shock because I, because di- you know, I had an eye clear mm. idea of what I wanted and this was nothing like mm-hmm. what I wanted. And uh, so, I yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. It's nice to have an idea of what you'd like to do, I think. But it's also great if you can be go open, be open and yeah. go, you know what, we'll just see what happens yeah. on the day because nobody knows what way the day will go. That's and, it. Yeah, no one knows how you'll react to certain situations. I've asked
1: a couple of my friends mm. who've had kids and two of them are midwives and I've said, you know, What are your thoughts on this versus that? And it does always come down to, you know, try and do it Mm -hmm. the way you want to do it, but be open minded. Yeah, I think that's the best advice of being open minded. And I am. And I'm like, you know, I I just want the baby to get here safely. And I know that Uh sounds very cliche, but as long as the baby gets here, I'm sure I don't really, you know, I don't know if I really care about everything else at this point. That's it, totally where my mind is at right now. And you don't know what you're having, do you No, not? I don't know. I didn't know. You're Probably very much in the
0: minority there by not finding out whether mm. you're having a boy or a girl. I think most people do find out nowadays, don't
1: they? Yeah, I've totally convinced myself that I'm having a boy though. So had I and she was a girl. Oh really? <laughs> so had I. I was convinced. <laughs> so when I say no, I feel like I'm lying. But I, I, I'm like, I don't know though. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, but I'm like, even stuff I'm buying now, I'm seeing it. I'm like, please, that's kind of boyish like, and you still don't know. <laughs> it's
0: amazing as how you
1: can have such a strong bit. I
0: think it was because my children were half reared while I was pregnant. I mean, my I had really big babies. Have they given you kind of any indication of whether... He,
1: he said that, like I'm tall, I'm tall, he said yeah. that uh, he imagines it might be like eight pounds. Yeah, eight pounds, so when yeah. you're told yeah.
0: you're having a good-sized baby, I think that's what... Does that sway us a bit to think we're having boys? I don't Maybe. know. Uh,
1: no. I, you know what, there's all these old wives' tails as well. Yeah, So like I the way I'm them. carrying my bump, yeah. it's low. It's at the front. Uh huh. Um. What, what, are what are you craving? What are you craving? Sweet, life? which is boy. Okay. Oranges? Are you craving oranges? Oranges is orange girls. Absolutely you know. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Apparently so. Um, what are the other ones? Uh, the heart rate. I don't know what a heart rate is. though yes. I oh, check that.
0: The heart rate. Yes, that's one I watched. And and then the sound. One of them is if it's like a galloping horse, and the other if it's like a train. Mm. And like they kind of sound the same to me, so I'm not
1: really sure. How. There's another one you can do where if you like sway a ring over your belly mm. and it goes one way or the other.
0: They're fun to try. Aren't oh, yeah, they, to it's see. A bit of
1: fun. It's absolutely a bit of fun. And like, it's kind of—I had my baby shower there last weekend, and everyone kind of guessed what it was. Yeah. And it's just fun. You yeah. know, it's like we saved all the cards. We'll see who gets the closest. You know, and see and have you thought names? Well, yeah, we have one of each. Right. I, I, I haven't come across anything since that, and neither has Mark that we like. You so know? when so you just know, you maybe your names, maybe yeah. we just know, yeah, because yeah. I I'm not swayed by anything else. I think it's because we started calling, we started trying them out, you know. So it seems strange now that we might, you know, if we were to change it.
0: I suppose one of the things your followers are going to be interested in is, well, first of all, when are we going to find out that you've had the baby? How soon are you going to let us know? God, I don't know.
1: I don't, I don't. There's one to. I know, yeah. Would you let people know if you're in labour? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, Uh. I don't know what I would post. I feel like that's, maybe that's a step too Contractions coming every 10 minutes. (laughs) No, I'm not that eager to... Four centimetres (laughs) dilation. I don't think so. So. I think, because then I think your phone will be blowing up and Mm -hmm. it's really important to have that time yourself. And it's very hard when your phone's blowing up like that. And I need my phone to take loads of pictures of the baby yeah. when it's
0: born. So I don't want... <laughs> you can't have people coming I'm, in and blue Maybe I'll delete up. the
1: app for a couple of days, you know, so that I'm not...
0: You're not just, yeah, everybody going, she's gone quiet. Is spe- this?
1: Spe- yeah, that's yeah, it. Like, that's uh,
0: it. Is some, has something happened and uh,
1: all yeah. those... Which is fine, you know, but I just, don't, I just want to be in the moment and take it all
0: in. Have you given any thought to the whole idea of how much you might share? You know, you've probably heard mm-hmm. now, or maybe you haven't yet, but you've heard this idea of sharenting, where parents post... Sharenting.
1: Um. Yeah, where
0: parents post pictures of their children online. And it's kind of mixed school of thought. i mm-hmm. I give you my own experience even there. Now, I'm somebody who uses social media quite a lot too, yeah. and I write about parenthood and I write about even raising my family. Mm-hmm. So I'm always conscious there and trying to get that balance right. Have you thought about like will your followers get to see your baby will they get how much are you planning to share
1: yeah like it's very hard to know before the Mm -hmm. baby comes here but it's something I have thought about it's something me and Mark have spoken about and like where we stand right now I think I will share Mm -hmm. the baby's face Yeah, but maybe my mind on that will be changed when the baby is here and like I think I'll be mindful of what I'm sharing Mm -hmm. I think you know I don't want to be sharing everything because, like, it's, it's its own person, yeah. you know. But it's also a lovely part of the journey to be able to, to share. And if I didn't have a have a platform, I would be sharing it. And yeah, you know, I'm like, I don't know what it looks like. I don't know. I don't know yet. It's hard to make that
0: decision, all right? When you're when you're not when when you're a few weeks away from meeting this. Yeah little person, it's hard to know what road you'll take. And I
1: also think, you know, when they're when they're very small, Mm. they grow and they change. Yeah. So if we decide to later on down the line, maybe when they're in school or something to to not share them anymore, then that might be something that we would do, you know.
2: We're winners, baby. We've won the National Parenting Product Award for Best Family Supermarket. From our fabulous Mamiya range of organic food, nappies, wipes and snacks, to our pocket-friendly groceries. Parents across Ireland know that Aldi is the perfect place to shop. And now we've got the trophy to prove it. What else could you wish for from our Mamiya range? A podcast way ahead of you. And that's a winner too. Honestly, we couldn't be nappier. Aldi, every day amazing. Have you given any thought, I suppose,
0: because, you know, you talked about your pregnancy, both the the highs and lows Mm -hmm. and and the difficulties. And it's important to you to be authentic. Have you given that kind of any thought to how much you'll share if you do choose to share Which you think you might at the moment? Because you want to stay authentic. You want to stay true. You want to share the highs and lows if you're going to. And you want to be that person who shows what real life is like. But if you're showing what real life is like, where do you draw the line?
1: Yeah, this is something I've thought about, actually, because I find this even before baby you know, if you're not sharing your worst moment, if you're not coming on yeah. crying, are you not being real? But for me, when I'm having a bad day, I need to put the phone down. I need to step away. Yep. I don't want to be sharing things in, in haste or in an emotional state that I wouldn't stand by afterwards. Or, you know, sometimes it can it can seem ungrateful or it can seem like you're blowing things out of proportion or, you know what I mean? If you're to be totally honest Mm. about why you're upset sometimes, like that's just reality. So I think it's, it's about sharing. Yes, I've had a really bad day or I'm really emotional today, but you know, maybe I I find sharing it in hindsight sometimes because you have a bit of perspective on it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Like that's how I kind of like to do it because I feel like I've made a little bit more sense of it then. So kind of distance yourself a little bit from where you are at that time before you share. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And give it some thought. Give it some thought. Give it a minute. Give Give yourself that time to process what's going on and why are you upset and why are you having a hard time, you know.
0: No, but that's, I I get that. Um, hormones, you're adult hormones. How, uh, tell me about your, your symptoms <laughs> and the hormones. And like, tell me what's up. We've picked a good week going.
1: to do it. I'm fine today, right now. I'm fine. I had a bad week now last week. Okay. Like I've had like maybe two or three weeks of the pregnancy that I found really hard with hormones. Okay. Just down mm-hmm. and like tired and not myself and overthinking and worried and all of the above, you know. yeah. And I found those very, very hard. Mm-hmm. Harder than normal times, you know, when I'm not pregnant yeah. because everyone gets those anyway, you know, but yeah. it's multiplied when you're when you're pregnant. And how did you manage that? Well, there's a there's a great like mental health resource in mm. the hospitals. Um, they all provide that now, I'm pretty sure, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of information online. So in like my research or in my, I suppose, developing my toolkit to manage it, I've learned about matrescence. Um, yes, you're yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I understand, it's kind of like, this, similar to adolescence mm-hmm. when you're a teenager becoming an adult now I'm like an adult becoming a, a mother mm-hmm. which is a huge transition it's an identity shift it's my body is changing and there's all sorts of things flowing through my my veins you know um and I'm worried and I'm scared and as well as bringing up a baby I also have to to manage work around that and mm-hmm my own identity and my friendships and, you know, so much. We've moved house. There's so many changes that, that come with being a parent and and bringing a baby into yeah. the world. So it's only natural that you're going to feel that, mm-hmm. you know. Um And even knowing that has made me feel so much better. There's a really good TED Talk on it, actually. Uh, it's on YouTube. And yeah, I suppose other things that I've done to kind of help manage those days or like writing things down really helps mm-hmm. Talking to people, talking to my friends, um, people like there's a couple of people that I really would confide in about it. And it just makes me feel so much better. It used to be exercise. Mm-hmm. The exercise used to be a great one for me, but I can't exercise no, right now. The old
0: now. pelvic girdle pain. That's I not, feel yeah. it.
1: Like I do. I feel I feel like not being able to get out for fresh air as much as I'd like to. Or, you know, like getting those endorphins from exercise, like I, that would have been a complete part of my routine. And it can't be now because it just hurts too much. <laughs> these are such vital
0: conversations though and like it's, you're being incredibly honest there in saying that and I think it's really difficult sometimes isn't it to to say all these worries or how you're feeling about yourself because it can be perceived as a bit self-indulgent I think we've been conditioned as women you know to be incredibly grateful for motherhood Mm. which we are Mm. we're absolutely incredibly Mm -hmm. grateful for it but sometimes you're not allowed to say what's troubling you or what's worrying you Mm. or any of those things and when you talk about exercise and that I suppose I'm thinking myself back to just after I have my own children and that kind of postpartum period when it's a little bit difficult to get those opportunities to do the things for yourself Mm -hmm. that you need to do to be well and to be, yeah. you know, to kind of have be in the best place physically and mentally too. Mm-hmm. And just as you're kind of talking about mental health there, what, what is mental health something you're very conscious of? Um, or is it something that you place a lot of focus on?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's something I'm super conscious of. I think it's something as a society we're all way more comfortable talking mm-hmm. about now. My cousin died by suicide. I'm sorry. In 2019. Yeah, so it's made it's made it way more important for me to be open and talking about Mm -hmm. it and yeah like I suppose when I'm talking about mental health I don't think it ever should take away from what you're grateful for or what you're happy for excited about but it is something that it happens when life is happening you know what I mean so you have to learn to to manage it and develop your own toolkit to deal with it.
0: Have you any kind of plans in place to make sure you can try and look after your mental health when baby is born? Knowing or with, yeah. well, knowing as much as you can
1: know before you're there. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I've I've been doing the work now to kind of get those, those toolkits in place and mm-hmm. the hospital can be really helpful with that. If it's like, for me, it is something that I, I worry about. Yeah. Um, I work from home by myself anyway. Yeah. So maybe I'm more prepared than I realise, but I do find that hard. And yeah. I'm sure... A lot of mothers find that hard. So it's just about being prepared. You know, there's little booklets they can give you, the HSC do them, where mm-hmm. it's like preparing for postnatal well-being. you know, um, having food in the fridge. What can I do to make myself feel good if I can't get out for a walk? Mm-hmm. Just different things like that. Like I suppose talking and preparing your partner for what it looks like post baby. Yeah. You know, post birth. Yeah, the great divide. When are you going <laughs> to you get your sleep that you need yeah. to function? <laughs> yeah. And... Things like that, yeah. At the most, at
0: strangest and most erratic of hours is the answer, yeah, <laughs> as yeah. you do. Are you going to take much time off? Because you mentioned working from home mm. there and it's really like, do you find boundaries wise it's difficult?
1: I, I will find it hard yeah. for sure. I don't know, is the answer. I thought I would have more of a plan in place. I feel like I'll I'll be lost without, yeah. like I'm not somebody who is comfortable sitting at home watching TV all day. Mm-hmm. Especially just because that's like my workplace. You know, I'd be like, I could be doing more. But I know that like kind of enjoying that downtime and looking after resting after giving birth, you know, Mm -hmm. and catching sleep. Like, you know, I haven't I haven't been a napper. I'm not really a napper at all, even though I'm so tired. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to have to give in one of these weeks here at 35 weeks hanging on. (laughs) But uh, yeah, look, it's going to be a learning thing. And maybe again, maybe it'll take me going through it once to really learn best way to do it I'm so thankful Mark it's four weeks um, paternity leave which is great to have somebody around i have a hand to get to grips with things
0: and try and work out how so you have no real plans for working out how you're going to juggle it all yet
1: no um, I mean I've been trying to put plans in place like I've hired somebody to help me out with um, Clue which is my expert Uh business and I'll take a step back from from my online online jobs for yeah. the moment, you know, because and you know what, because it's it's coming up to the end of the year, it's kind of easy to yeah. I can see that as a right, and then mm-hmm. we will review in, in January, yeah. you know, and kind of see yes. where we are. How have you found it? Because you work for yourself, I do. Well.
0: well, I mean, yeah, I suppose I have a few different. Okay, I I obviously. Host this podcast, yeah. and I suppose between writing and broadcasting and different things like that, and my the nature of my job is it's really unpredictable. Mm. Uh, so I don't really know from one day till the next quite. I know what my deadlines are, but i i don't um, I don't know where I'll be expected to be. Maybe at any given time. That's and the that's, same for me. Yeah, mm. it's really hard to juggle. And over the course of having the seven, I have been every type of mum. I've been part time mum. I've worked in the office mum. I've been work from home mum. I've even, I've been done my stint as a stay at home mum. I have worked through the night because the baby's not sleeping so put him on the boob and write while you're doing that mum. I have literally done tried Mm -hmm. everything and tried to see what will work and I very much when people talk about like winging it and hoping for the best, that is me. That is me day on, uh, day in, day out. That
1: makes me feel better because I'm like okay I can do that. Yeah well there you go Louise it's all (laughs) going
0: to be good. If you can do that you're sorted.
1: When it comes to figuring out an exact plan right now, no I can't do that but I can I yeah. can figure it out I was like, "Oh, for and sure yeah
0: that's the whole thing when you are working for yourself and when you're when your business is your responsibility and when you're you and also it's commitment. something that brings me
1: happiness you know and
0: likewise I think yeah. that's that's a huge part of it and for like like yourself when it brings you that kind of happiness you go you know what it's worth it it's worth it I might be procrastinating on social media, avoiding those deadlines, playing words by F F.R. David on a regular basis, <laughs> that being every few days. But but I love what I do and I think that's a big help and I think mm. that's how you'll find your way to, to work around it. Yeah. But yeah. You can definitely, if you can wing it, you will be grand. You'll yeah. Be grand.
1: Perfect. You'll bother you bothered I'll calling
0: you up soon. Well. <laughs> Call me up because I won't be asleep. I can guarantee I won't be asleep. I'll be late for a deadline. Or something. No, I won't be late if my editors are listening. No, no, I'll be on time. <laughs> but I'll be sailing close to the wind. <laughs> can we compare pregnancy symptoms? Can we compare mm. what I was. What I had, I see. I'm kind of envious. I'm always jealous of people who are pregnant. It's a terrible thing. Really? I, I think I might be slightly addicted to having children. <laughs> and it's it's a ter- no. It's t- are you gonna have more? Oh, I keep saying never say never. And again, hopefully my husband isn't listening to this, or I may not have one anymore. After no, I say never say never. But no, seven is loads. Seven is loads. But I have to say never say never because I think I'll be eighty and still going. Never say never. We've got <laughs> medical science now. Let's see where this takes us. It's just the idea of closing that door. It's mm. just because it is so. Magical. It's so hard, and that's not to terrify you. It is amazingly. Hard mm. <laughs> as well, and I absolutely ha- adore. Like I love being a man, which is why I did it so many times. But when I think, when I see people who are pregnant, and I'm so jealous of of that amazing excitement that's coming your way. And I know the bits that'll be. Mm. I, I know, like watching, from having been through it a few times. Look, God, it's not. It's amazingly exciting and it's wonderful, but it's it's hard. Oh, like life is hard. Like mm. lots of things about. Like lots of things that are wonderful are hard. Doesn't mean we shouldn't do them, you know. Mm. But um. I, I am just, but then I kind of think back and I think of certain symptoms. This is nearly to try and convince myself I shouldn't have any more. I swear <laughs> to God that's what it is. But yeah. the, can we compare ha, what other symptoms have you had besides the L- hormones, which I get
1: you, I'm yeah. not sure
0: they ever really go away.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's so funny because I look at my mom and my mom can cry over oh, anything. I'm like, everything. Oh, stop, it's so embarrassing. Pre- I'm like, oh my god, am I becoming that? <laughs> Prepare to cry when you see Paul O'Connell talking to Kevin, Carr- Kevin the Carrot online. God, it's just so beautiful. It's just so beautiful. Oh. When you
0: see a television ad, this is what's going to... The worst to- is when
1: I'm like, the other night, I, um, I got Avian Gary's new po- uh, poetry book. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this is so lovely. Let me read this out to you. I'm sure I couldn't. Couldn't read couldn't. it.
0: <laughs> That's life now. That's life, Louise. This is... <laughs>
1: This is it. I was like, sorry. And I like, you know, he can hear the change in my voice and I'm trying to power through. And I'm like, hmm, hmm. You know? It's terrible. Like, it's it's actually one of those things. I do think there sh- it should
0: come with a warning because, you know, we talk about it and we'll talk about the, the likes of the three-day, you know, drop. And we talk yeah. about but what we don't talk about enough is how everything forevermore mm. makes you cry. And not in a sad way, necessarily. Just mm. it's just so it
1: perfect. Just feel it. And Even when you don't know, you feel it. It's yeah. like your body knows more now. You know, we were going to the 20-week scan and I was really nervous for yeah. like, that big scan and we're driving in the car and I said God okay we better look up what, we're, what they're going to check for started reading the list they're going to check the different organs they're going to check the brain yeah. and I got to face and I couldn't say the word face I was so emotional I was bawling crying just, and I'm like I don't know why that word set me just, off so much <laughs> but, but okay. it
0: Oh, such so as, you've seen how I'm even jealous of the 20 week scan. And I know what a worrying time it is, but it's just so, oh, it's just it is exciting, fabulous. Yeah. It
1: is. But in terms of other symptoms.
0: Piles,
1: leaky boobs, needing to go to the loo all the time. You need to go to the toilet all, all the time. now. time. Yeah, so that's third trimester, new thing for me. Yeah. Like I felt, it's like when I switched into the third trimester, I got a couple of days. Yeah. And then it was like, bam. So different. It's just... Like the second trimester was bliss. So inconvenient. It was just like perfect. Yeah. It's the best time.
0: (laughs) Your hair is fabulous. Your skin is fabulous. You feel fabulous.
1: great. And you can move. Yeah. So now uh, pelvic pain is probably my Mm. biggest one. I have really bad brain fog. I cannot think for the life of me. If I I can't think of a word, forget it. I don't even try it anymore. (laughs) I just just say, let's move on. (laughs) What else do I? The, yeah, the this, my body clock has changed yeah. for sure. Wake up at half six every morning now, wide awake. They say that's supposed to be preparation for a baby coming
0: along. I've never
1: felt that awake at half six yeah. in the morning before, you know? So it's, yeah, I know. it's different.
0: I'm not sure why it Like, it's supposed to be. I think it's a bit mean, like, of Mother Nature, you know, not to let you catch up on the LZs and <laughs> know. The and then I come
1: eight o'clock. I'm
0: like, oh my gosh, so tired. I'm another two hours here. But it, do you know what? It's a bit like marathon training. You are going to be so incredibly impressed at how little sleep you can survive on. You're going to like you and and you won't have Especially when you
1: sleep so much
0: during pregnancy. It's just that turnaround and and the amazing thing is I mean before I had kids I wouldn't have found it the easiest to fall asleep you know I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have broken glass i could sleep on now it's just incredible <laughs> so there is that so i mean if we flip the script it's quite positive actually when we just think about it in that different way
1: yeah.
0: um the pelvic pain are you on you haven't had to resort to crutches yet or no
1: no no have you got no.
0: the the old sexy girdle that you wear or didn't underneath? get one of those my doctor oh, said
1: you do you have lived you? girl really no they, you have
0: to, <laughs> okay they make it they make a big difference okay maybe
1: mm-hmm. i'll yeah i'll get one i'll try one out mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. worth a try what else do I have? What are my other, other symptoms? That'd be the brain fog. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. It's such a real thing, it's isn't so, it? I'm laughing, and it's just so true. It's just and it makes work very hard because it takes every everything takes me longer. Yeah, and I get frustrated. Yeah. Then you know, I'm like, oh, this would not. This should not take me this long. You yeah. know, like I'm not spending time well. Did you eat everything all around you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, still doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah.
0: Did you find the change, the body image change? I found that hard. Did you find like the
1: the changing shape? What I found hard about it was I didn't really have a bump for ages. Okay. So I kind of wanted one, you know, I felt like... To make that distinction between... Yeah, I felt like not pregnant. Yeah. And I was like, you know, probably didn't have a proper bump until about 24 weeks. right. And now, like, and it would, it would like, hurt my feelings when people would say, you don't look pregnant, which is so silly. Yeah. I, I'm sensitive. But you <laughs> hate the hormones. Hormones, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's silly. But, uh, like, to be honest, I've loved the bump coming yeah. in and I feel, like, great. I love yeah. it. I feel like I'm going to hate my body afterwards, but right now I love it. You always look fabulous.
0: You will look fabulous, and you always look fabulous. And pregnancy really suits you, so oh, well, I can understand you, but... why you love the bump so much. And um, I ended up, I, I did not that I found I liked having the bump. I'd be like that too. I like the bump, and I like the fact that the girls walked. It, into I feel, the room. I
1: feel ripped. Like my yeah. stomach's never been so hard.
0: It's just that it. You're, you're solid. No, there's no sign of that extra yeah. cake I ate there. No, no it's rolls nice and anymore. Solid. <laughs> exactly. You got all that. You got that, and you feel you can. You know, there's that. Kind of the toutness so maybe of your skin yeah, kind yeah. Of that, that was all good but you know what I remember going in one of the times and it was actually my daughter again I think it was my first you see when it's your first it's all so new and going in I think I gained a stone and a half in four weeks and now I had like quite significant weight mm. gain when I was pregnant, and it was something I was really, I really struggled with. You I know? don't weigh
1: myself though. You're dead
0: right, but yeah, they, I haven't at all throughout the whole pregnancy. So, I guess when the doctor asked me, I guessed. You guess well. With that focus on weight mm. was something
1: terrible, and and like it sounds like people are. It's looking pretty shocking really, though. Like when, like that pressure. Yeah. Like, and I see what people say they put on. You know, my friends tell me and stuff. oh God, that's a lot, but like they're numbers. And it's like, I don't need to know that. I'd probably put on, I would say probably like three stone or something. Do yeah. I need to know that? No. no. Do I need to see that on scale Let me traumatize. by it? No. <laughs> no, you definitely do not because those hormones are going to go into overdrive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know there's a reason never
1: it. unsee it. And I know they're <laughs>
0: trying to, <laughs> that's it. I still live in fear of the co- of the thing going around that side. And when we're like, we're so conscious, you know, of promoting healthy body images and not being so focused on, on weight and on being healthy and fit and strong, it can feel very... Um, Contradictory to that, you know, to have yeah. the, to be to be keeping and I and I know they do it for a reason. Obviously, they're
1: watching. They're watching weight gain to make sure all is well. And all I haven't been it. weighed at all. Have you not? No, no, no. He asked me my weight at the start, but that's it. Haven't been weighed at I all. Haven't been weighed at all. No. See, it's eight years. Mm, it's maybe, every maybe, time. maybe that's changed because that hasn't happened to me at all. Okay. And I saw scales it? recently, and, and I said, "I like it on." I said no.
0: No, no I won't. <laughs> no, you're right. Because I gained, I gained four and a half stone. I think it was on my first, and like it went to go higher with others. And I remember being really, really stressed about this, like incre- like as if you don't have enough, as if you don't have enough yeah. to be stressed. But you're growing a person, you know, and yeah,
1: fluid, and, and,
0: and you've got like mm. yeah, you've got loads of stuff going on. And of course, my children already walked out. They were half rare the size of them, you know, and they were. And but there was that, and I was eating too much cake. There was lots of reasons mm. for it, you know. But mm. but I did gain quite a lot, and I remember. Finding that really, really difficult. And so I think, you know, people are really quick sometimes to go, oh, you've got, you're so small or you're so big. or And they always mean it in the mm. nicest way. Oh, that's a fairly impressive bumper. You know, have mm. twins and triplets, was regularly said to me. Uh, and then other people pass comments. And we can be kind of sensitive, I think, mm. when you're pregnant, can't you? Because you just want to go, is everything OK? I just want to yeah. know I'm OK. You know, I
1: think it's just one of those things, isn't it? Like yeah. pregnant or not. It's not something I'll ever be fully comfortable yeah. with. And I don't know why, but I won't, you mm-hmm. know. Um. So, yeah, that's kind of just something that I do to like, I, I base how I'm feeling in my body and how my clothes fit yeah. and how I feel in myself. And if I feel like I need to change, then that's what I'll do, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't want to base it off numbers because no. I don't think they are the basis of whether you're healthy or not. Yeah. No, there's yeah. so much, so much more. Yeah. So many more things to
0: mm-hmm. do. So come here, tell me, you have your
1: own podcast too. Tell yeah. me about that. Yeah, so it's called Open Book. Mm-hmm. And it stemmed from a book club I set up during lockdown, right. a virtual book club. And our first season was kind of heavily around books. Yeah. Which was lovely. And we'd have a lot of authors on and then last season we did was we kind of delved more towards the the open and honest conversations yeah. and it was more interview style and it okay. was lovely and it was it's it's a really nice way to kind of to really get a little bit deeper with yeah. somebody and learn a little bit more about them. So we'll pick up again now and in the new year that'd be a
0: great excuse now to read you know when you're up feeding baby you'll be able to try and do a bit of reading and stuff
1: yeah yeah and I love reading it's the
0: best thing to switch off is that a big going to be a big thing for you then with baby literacy and stuff and maybe even reading will be important to you to read to baby from a young age
1: yeah and saying that I haven't bought one book I see all these pictures of nurseries with loads of books and I'm like I just haven't thought to buy a book. Well, they won't be able to understand. They won't a be able. Yeah, while. you'll have time again. When all do you time. start reading to to babies?
0: Yeah, do you know? I know. Apparently, you're supposed to do it right from birth, and of I think gosh. I was much better at doing it with my older children than my younger children but then they have older siblings so will sometimes read to them but it is a def- it's definitely something I, I wish I'd kept going quite the same with the younger children mm-hmm. as I did at the mm-hmm. with the older children because you, you instill this great love for reading in them but then some children aren't as aren't as keen on it and I think that's part mm-hmm. of it too so you mm-hmm. have to really work to try and help them develop that love but I was I was writing a piece actually recently on literacy and children and the person I was speaking to was telling me that it's really important to, to uh, read to children from a really Young age, you know, just kind of okay. get them in the habit of that. So as mad as, but it's a bit like you know when we hear <laughs> another about thing playing, added to the list. Another go thing, home to... Now to- my Amazon nurse, postman's gonna love me. There we go. I need
1: books suitable for a newborn. <laughs> Literally, I'll be texting Mark. Mark, we need to buy some books quick. We need to put up a shelf. I'm going to be a terrible mother if I don't read in the first two or three days. Is that all worry that's coming? But they also like people say you're supposed to play music to the bump and you're supposed Mozart. to talk to the bump. Mozart is supposed to. I didn't M&M. do really any of that, you know. And if people ask me, did you play music? I'm like, yeah, loads of Taylor Swift. The baby loves Taylor uh, yeah, Swift. Yeah, we were gonna get there. Taylor Swift. isn't that a, isn't that convenient that the baby loves. Taylor <laughs> Isn't that shocking altogether? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I suppose yeah. it's different for everyone. Like, yeah.
0: I, was, I wanted to ask you about your other businesses. And, mm. and I know we talked about you weren't sure how you were going to manage them. But do you think you'll be inspired to maybe go into children's a children's line? Of clothes. Of, mm. Yeah,
1: God. Clothing is hard. Mm. I'll say that. It's very, very hard. It's a hard business to be in. It, there's so many variables. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know that yet. I'll never say never. Yeah. But I know that it's not something that you say. That sounds nice. Yeah. Let's do that. Cl- children's clothes are so cute. Yeah, because it takes do. the cute. Like running a business takes the cuteness out of everything. Uh-huh. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So, are <laughs> you going to the hard slog
0: yeah, of trend yeah. all of a sudden?
1: And I think it's okay to 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 have certain things in life that you just like. Uh-huh. and You just, you know, and it's okay to have certain things that are just hobbies, and not everything has yeah. to be. Not work, everything has you know? to be. That's a really good yeah. way to to say it.
0: I have to ask you about Mark now. I know Mark, your relationship is something that you don't you don't talk about quite that much online. Mm. But you did meet him online, is that right? Yeah. So yeah. like your life online is such a big part of your life. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So we met during well, it was kind of we were out of one of the lockdowns, but it was still like that COVID time. Yeah. And. Yeah, we just had like kind of a lot of downtime. I ended up living quite near where he was living at the time. Okay. So we were able to like meet up and it was great. We lived in a bubble where nothing was open and there was no pressure to go anywhere. And, where you know, everyone was working from home and we just had more time together than we would ever have had, you know, if life was normal, because I'm busy and he's busy. And it's funny, even since then, how much our lives have changed and... Yeah, like he's not, he's not really into social media. So does he find it weird watching you then live so much of your life on social media? He gets it completely. You know, uh-huh. it's just not something he's ever really been into. I think he understands it. Definitely he un- understands the work side of it. But uh-huh. he also understands like there's a lovely part of it as well. Yeah. That it is just about connecting with people. And I think he enjoys that. He loves seeing it, you know, but he's happy enough to do it you know, for yeah. passenger seat. And, yeah, you rather
0: know. than <laughs> be very present. Does he ever worry about kind of negativity that comes your way or that can come your way? It can come anybody's way who's on social media.
1: Yeah, but he's quite good at giving perspective on it. You know, mm. he kind of knows the things that are worth worth taking on board and not, you know, and worth ignoring. And how do you manage it? I suppose I've, I've been doing it for... Mm, Seven, eight years now. Mm -hmm. You just get more used to it. Some days it upsets you more than others, or you know. I don't get that much now. To be fair, I don't get very much negative stuff. But you can't take it all on board because people will be braver online than they would be in real life because a lot of it can be said anonymously and things like that. You know. So yeah, I mean, I think I'm I okay at dealing with it because I don't get a, a huge amount of it, and I also know what's worth taking on board. You know.
0: Okay, so is there any, like, has there been any that maybe have stuck out in your mind as something that you found particularly difficult to deal with? I put up
1: uh, that I started my hospital bag two or three weeks ago and someone replied and said, you haven't started yet. Like, you know, things like that, that would make you feel bad when you're pregnant. Do you know what I mean? Can you imagine? The judgment, yeah. Like things like that. But then I, I just take a screenshot and send it on to someone and I'm like, ugh. How
0: annoying. That is a great, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I, yeah.
1: And then I feel better and then I move on. I love
0: that you've got someone to rant with. Isn't yeah. that isn't yeah. that the thing? Because I do, I know what you're saying and I do think sometimes it's because people feel braver online, don't they? Yeah. I, and that's one of the hard things about parenthood, isn't it? It's, you, you feel a little bit, well... That's maybe I maybe as a mum to be you feel maybe a little bit judged about oh, have you started, are you organized mm. or whatever? Oh, I'm
1: sure I'm gonna do everything wrong. I well, know. Well when I am. you're
0: yeah, you will just, don't worry. If you have by the time they get to teenagers, you will be no doubt that you're doing everything wrong because mm. that's what comes it. They'll tell you often enough you're doing everything wrong mm. and you're not doing it like Johnny's mother is doing it, and that's the way to do it. And you'll be grand, you'll smile sweetly. <laughs> that's what you have to do. When you have teenagers, they'll be all grand. <laughs> but I, you would love if people just kind of thought for a second, wouldn't you, before they post and just think you know what this might this this is hard you know it's hard putting yourself out there even though it's Mm. a choice it's still hard to put yourself out there sometimes and Mm. and post and share and you're doing stuff that you think people might be interested in seeing or might Mm. help somebody else or or just to kind of share parts of your journey and then you get those kind of messages and it's a bit it's a bit hard especially if you're any kind of overthinker
1: and then i think that's when i'm a little bit like right don't share stuff then if you're not ready to take on board what they might say, you know. So you try really and preempt that, do you know. Really I maybe mean, check you're mentally in the right place. Yeah. To... Like if I think, oh, that's probably a little bit personal. Yeah. Am I ready for someone to say I'm doing that wrong? Or uh-huh. then I, if I'm not ready, then I won't post it uh-huh. because enough to be dealing with. Then getting myself upset over something that I know I'm going to get upset over. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's all about, I suppose, checking who, checking where you are really yeah, at any like, stage. I suppose that's probably finding the line between sharing and oversharing, you know, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah.
0: I'm going to ask you a couple of quick fire questions. Mm-hmm. So straight answers. First answers. Okay,
1: yeah, let's do it. Favourite Taylor Swift song? Uh, Cruel Summer. Before everyone else loved it. But, oh, before it was trendy. Before it was back on the radio every day.
0: <laughs> what food could you never live without? Uh,
1: ice cream. Okay. Answered very confidently.
0: <laughs> very, very confidently. <laughs> <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? No, is a burger. No, is it jaffa cake, a cake, or a biscuit? A biscuit. Okay, controversial. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you rather go on, Bake Off or Strictly Come Dancing?
1: Oh, <laughs> this is not quick. Um, I'd love to be able to dance. So let's say Strictly. Yeah. So what I love Strictly, ideally with <laughs>
0: Nigel Harmon. Even though he's a celebrity as opposed to a professional dancer, are you watching the new series?
1: I haven't yet, but I'm going to. I want to see Angela Scanlan. She's brilliant. She yeah, is she, brilliant. She was I really great. She brings such team. enthusiasm yeah, and energy lovely, to it. She's yeah. absolutely
0: fantastic. And <laughs> why not bake off? Are we exposing some baking weakness No,
1: I I feel like I'm an okay baker. Yeah. But I feel like the, strictly so glam, you know. It is, yeah, it is. Like how fun. You be a craft? I'd be terrible though. I'd be absolutely appalling. I bet you wouldn't. I bet no, you I really wouldn't. would.
0: Would you be a crafting mum? Maybe if... You're very
1: creative if I lose one of the one of the businesses
0: okay this could be a new venture a new venture <laughs> I can't
1: fit in anything else right now yeah, I guess <laughs> okay. life will change you lose a
0: business or where business goes and we go do you know what I'm going to park that now because I have a great love for crafting and this is who I am now
1: this who I am yeah, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be a kept woman at home baking <laughs> that'd be the dream <laughs> <laughs> we've heard it here first <laughs> the dream to be a
0: kept woman in baking <laughs> I love Eloise <laughs> no, I am so looking forward to when you have the baby and, and, and hearing all about about baby's birth and hearing whether you have a boy no, or a girl and how you're getting on so please do keep in touch Not with us Not long now
1: <laughs> Not long now at all Very exciting Thank you Thanks Amelia Louise Thanks for having me Great fun
0: That's it for my very first episode of Season 3, Aldi's Mamia and Me podcast. A huge thank you to Louise Cooney for stopping by to have a chat with us. If you've enjoyed it, please do share online or share with a friend. And don't forget, if there's a guest you'd love us to chat to or a topic you'd love us to cover, please do get in touch. Details are in the show notes or you can contact us at aldi.ie forward slash
2: Mamia. We're winners baby We've won the National Parenting Product Award For Best Family Supermarket From our fabulous Mamiya range of organic food Nappies, wipes and snacks To our pocket friendly groceries Parents across Ireland know that Aldi is the perfect place to shop And now we've got the trophy to prove it What else could you wish for from our Mamiya range? A podcast way ahead of you And that's a winner too Honestly, we couldn't be nappier Aldi, every day amazing